What's up, Dunwoody? Welcome back to the show that's all about Dunwoody, Georgia. I'm Matt Weber. I'm a residential real estate agent with eXp Realty. I don't like doing the traditional real estate stuff. I don't wear a name tag to the grocery store to get business. I actually don't even own a name tag. I don't do cold calling, the door knockings. Um, this is what I do. Podcasts, social media stuff. I want you to get to know me as the guy that gives back to the community, provides a little bit of value in a positive way, right? If you don't follow us on social media already, now's your prompt to do that. I think the easiest way would be to go to uh, dunwittyaf.com. There's links to our Facebook groups, Instagram page. I'm really enjoying making Instagram reels lately. They get like a ton of reach and you can kind of mix them up with music or lip sync over them. Uh, the reels that I created for July 4th parade were some of the best marketing that we had this year and they're super easy. I've been doing a ton of real estate content on my own personal Instagram page too. So if you want to take a look at that, it, go to that same link and you can find it. Be really honored if you followed along, but most of all, if you know somebody looking to buy or sell in the Dunwoody area, give me a call. Justin Dyke is my co-host and my brother-in-law. He's the founder of PoolDudes.com, a software solution for swim and tennis clubs. The pool scene here in Dunwoody is huge, and Justin's software is a big part of that. You can reserve a table poolside, you can rent the clubhouse out, save a tennis court for yourself, or plan a party on the neighborhood website. Um, if you're a local business, this is a great place to advertise too. Every time there's a reservation made, like the email that's sent out has an ad on it for whatever local business. So great way to get your name out there. Uh, hit them up if you got any interest in that. Today's conversation was from a couple weeks ago when we sat down with everybody's neighbor, Lisa Torres. I love that term, everybody's neighbor. Lisa is a local insurance agent with State Farm. Apparently she's quite good at that as well because uh, as I'm recording this, I, I took to make sure I spelled her name right. And I stumbled on her Google reviews. There's 723 reviews. 716 of those are five stars. There's only seven that aren't five stars, and most of those are four. Um, that's freaking phenomenal in any industry. But she's on the show today because of what she does around the community. While speaking to Lisa, I found a lot of similarities with our sponsor, Dr. Brett Friedman from Village Orthodontics. Uh, Brett is a, another example of giving back to the community. Village Orthodontics is on pretty much every banner, every school sponsorship. He's everywhere. He's been a sponsor of ours now for a few years, and most of my friends know that I love him. And so they've all brought their kids to him at one point or another. And I love hearing the positive feedback from them. A few weeks ago, one of my son's little fifth grade friends was telling me that Dr. Brett drove up to his office on a Saturday to fix a wire that came loose on her braces, which is super sweet. Um, when I asked Brett about it, he kind of shrugged it off. And he said, I got to help out my patients. But dude's amazing. And if you or your kids need orthodontic work, Village Orthodontics is the place to go. Now, here's our conversation with everybody's neighbor, Lisa Torres. What's up, Dunwoody? Welcome back to the What's Up, Dunwoody podcast. All right, we're talking about Lisa Torres, everybody's neighbor. Yes. Everybody's neighbor, right. and you don't know what that means. Trademark. Trademark. You should trademark. <laughs> Patent pending. I'm working on it, you yes. You are? Yes. It's a good trademark. Yeah. <laughs> so, Lisa, let's talk about the everybody's neighbor thing. Like, yes. where, when you came to the city, when the dinosaurs come about? So we moved to Georgia 10 years ago and I opened up my own independent agency five years ago. And when I did, when I decided to move to Dunwoody, I decided to, to do so, well, we decided as a family, my husband and I, to start up our family. And when we did that in 2020, 
it was when perfect time yes it was chaos it was madness everybody thought the world was going to end so I decided I think it to did do end for like a summer <laughs> and then it came back. we're barely coming back to life yeah. so in 2020 I said okay you know honey we're very blessed with being able to own our own home for the first time um, let's do something positive for the community and Dunwoody seemed to be very warm and very welcoming and so for the my, most part yeah. for the most part yeah so uh, my kids are infatuated with dinosaurs particularly my oldest so in order to kind of cheer them up because we were home all the time I decided to invest in buying dinosaur blow-ups for the yard and we're right on the street it's a very busy street and this so, is Dunway Club Drive? This is Dunway right? Club Drive, yes. Okay. So when we purchased the the, uh, the dinosaurs, it was mainly for you know, whatever holiday was in that month. So it started off in Halloween, and then it started off for... And I carried it on for Christmas, and then we went on into Valentine's Day. And then all of a sudden, I'm getting postcards in the mail. I'm getting thank you cards. I'm getting gifts at my doors, and I'm thinking, what is going on? So what I added to that, you know, we started the ward with Ukraine. We started, you know, seeing some of these uh, stuff going on all around the world. So I decided, okay, I'm going to put a positive message. I'm very big on suicide awareness. I want to help and contribute as much as I can because I have young nieces and nephews. And I want my kids to grow up feeling strong and feeling supported all the time. And I know that when you hear the right word at the right time, it can make all the difference in the world. So aside from just putting the dinosaur blow-ups, which was a representation of my kids and what makes them smile, I started adding a message. So for Suicide Awareness Month, I put a message that said, you matter. And the outpouring support that I got for that, the messages on Facebook, on, um, on private messages, on my mailbox, at my door, were just crazy. I, I got a message from a 16-year-old letting me know that I had essentially just changed her mind. And I thought that was beautiful. And, and I told my husband, you know, this is what I need to do. It's something very, very small, but it, you know, it makes a difference in the community. And I want to go ahead and put my little grain of salt, if I can, to just brighten up people's day. That's cool. Yeah. And so how many dinosaurs do you have at any one time, I guess? At any one time, an average of nine to ten. What? Yes. It's, a lot it's like a dinosaur park, and my kids don't know about it. Yes. And for Fourth of July, for a little while, while the parade was going on, we had uh, like two dinosaurs that were fountains, like they were they were blasting water at each other. Oh, really? Yes. And I posted it up on a dinosaur page, and it had like fourteen thousand views. The dinosaur it's, page. What's yes. That? There's a dinosaur page on Facebook that I'm a part of. It's just, it's like a group. Oh, okay. And I'm only participating on it for my son because I can share him different drawings and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, oh, but I love it. I love it. And yeah, so it's been really, really good. Now stay tuned for the back to school. Um, everybody kind of bags on and stuff. <laughs> so it's gonna be big. It's gonna be really cool. I'm actually like checking on the tracking and tracking it every day and making sure that it's on its way. Um, but yeah, it's gonna be really big. It's gonna be really cool. I'm really excited about what the neighbors are gonna think. Now it's no longer about us anymore. We're just like yeah. we just want to know what people are gonna think. It's about the dinosaurs. Uh, oh yes, most definitely. And that's yes. the best way to do it. Yeah. So you must have a big yard, right? I do. I have a big front yard and a big backyard. Uh, and my backyard, my dad. My dad has his own landscaping company in Texas, so he knows a bunch of people that will build stuff. And he actually built, uh, had my son build a uh, brachiosaurus. 
a big, huge, like weighs like a ton. In your yard? And it's in my backyard, and he painted it green for him. So in my backyard, it looks like a little bit like of a Jurassic Park kind of situation. Um, in retrospect, you kind of wish you would put it in the front yard yes. at this point. <laughs> As a matter of fact, in my old house, since I had such a small backyard, I had it in the front. Oh, and yeah. that's kind of how it started with the dinosaur house. So my old neighbors will constantly say, we miss your dinosaurs. That's well, come, come to Dunwoody. What's it made yeah. out of? What's the, that one? I have no idea. It's okay. just heavy. It's yeah. super, super heavy. Because that's not an inflatable. That's like no, a No, no, no. Like, I mean, it's like there forever. You know how people are with signage, though. If you move it to the front yard in Dunwoody, you'll get couple reports on so it probably. So that was one of my biggest fears, right? In, you know, making sure that it wasn't going to be like a code enforcement or right. I don't know, something like that. There's a handful of people around town that yes. report those a lot. Well, we have like code enforcement officers too. Like Yeah, but I don't think they do anything either. until people complain. Right, 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 right. Yeah. I've been very blessed with nobody complaining <laughs> thus far, knock yeah. on wood. <laughs> and I try to keep it on my side of the yard because I do have like three trees that separate from the yard, from the yard, from the sidewalk. Uh-huh. Uh, so I try to keep them in the back, try to keep it on my turf yeah. so that if anybody says anything, hey, it's my yard. Yes. You can take another road. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it seems like it would fall under, like, signage. You know, you, you can have political signs and stuff like that. And it's that's, not saying anything. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. It's even kind of, like, less than And it signage. could be art if it was if it was black and white. Yeah. Because that's the only art that we do here in Dunwoody. <laughs> Until just recently. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so it's supposed to be positive, And it's dinosaur. Everybody loves dinosaurs. That's true. Yeah. So... That's how everybody's neighbor came about. So I got a lot of those little comments. There was one particular woman that posted on my Facebook page and said, "You're, where can we go vote for you? Like for the best neighbor?" <laughs> I said, "Oh my gosh, your your comment is more than enough." She's like, "You're clearly everybody's neighbor." Yeah. And when she said that, I jotted it down. I, I'm very big on journaling, so I jotted it down. I told my husband, "I'm gonna trademark this. Watch me." And sure enough, I submitted it to the attorneys, and it's in the works. So. <laughs> I'm surprised I wasn't taken. I know. It's a clever name. I know. And it kind of goes because my current slogan right now is like a good neighbor. Uh Uh-huh. You know, so this is kind of like... That is taken. Uh, Yeah, there you go. That's definitely taken, (laughs) but now it's more for for my family than anything. Oh, okay. So that's a good segue into your business. What do you do do here? So I'm an insurance agent. You get on the show because of everybody's neighbor, but you get to talk about your business as well. Oh, this is great. Shameless plug. Here we go. Three, two, one. So I'm an insurance agent. I've been an insurance agent for 16 years. Um, you asked me earlier if I, st- if I still enjoyed it. I still very much do. It's different now. I think when you first start, you're ambitious and you're wanting to achieve goals and get financial stability and you know be somebody. And I was very blessed with being able to do that. I think now it's more about what can I do to give back. I think uh, being an insurance agent for me means that I'm able to have that power of conversation with somebody you know especially in this day and time and i think i saw it more within 2020 you know going this way in 2020 i was always very big prior to 2020 i'm sorry i was always very competitive i think Mm -hmm. i still am but i am a lot more gentle now i think before 2020 i was all about being the best or being number one or being in the top 10 like know that i'm there and when 2020 hit i think it was humbling for everybody and um, I took that very seriously. I lost one of my best friends during COVID and I wanted to make sure that I did my life right and that I made somewhat of a difference. So in 2020, I told my team, I said, you know, don't worry about meeting goals. Don't worry about selling anything. You worry about making that phone call and checking in on people and making sure people are okay. 
even if it's just to have a conversation, even if it's just to let them vent, um, offer gift cards to help with groceries, to help with gas, whatever it is that we need to do, this is our time to give back. Yeah. And we did, and we were very blessed that year with, you know, not even knowing we were uh, nominated and we actually won George's Best Insurance Agent Agency. So that was really exciting. That was just a reaffirmation that I was doing the right thing. You know, staying away from being necessarily financially ambitious and being more ambitious about making a difference. Right. And nowadays, that's kind of what I enjoy on a day-to-day basis because, you know, I'm one of those agents that is always, always in the office, but I'm not always, always in the office so that I can manage or so that I can pay attention to what they're doing. Sure, it's part of what I do, but it's more so so I can pick up the phone and have that conversation with that one person that may need to talk to me that day. Yeah. You know, just like on Friday, I was uh, sharing with my mom that I had a conversation with, with a customer that said, hey, Lisa, you know, I, I reached out to him because he had called me. He wanted to change his financial information on his policy. And I said, hey, Mr. Thomas, this was one of the very first customers that believed in me when I moved to Georgia. And... I said, I'm just checking on you. You want to change your bank information? He said, yes. And I said, I'll take care of that for you in a little bit. But tell me how you're doing. And he says, Lisa, it's been just the worst year of my life. Uh, Mind you, he's around 70 years old. He's always been a business owner. He's always been very self-sufficient. He looked very strong the last time that I saw him. Um, But he said, you know, I'm going to dialysis three or four times a week now. And I hate it because I'm there half of the morning. After that, I'm so tired. So I really only have one to two days out of the week where I can run my business and do whatever I need to do. Aside from that, somebody broke into my account and they took all my money. I lost all my stocks. He's like, I'm just, you know, I'm just wondering if I should just tell him to stop doing dialysis on me. Yeah. And I'm listening to this and I'm letting him vent or whatnot. And I said, you know what, Mr. Thomas, I truly believe that God has his favorites. And there must be a reason why you're going through this. And I just want you to not give up. I just ask you to please not give up. I thought you were going to say, clearly you're not one of God's favorites. (laughs) (laughs) No, because I really do feel that if you're capable of, you know, pulling through all those things, you must be a lot more powerful than you believe you are, you know, and your faith may be that much stronger than most of us because something like that to somebody else that doesn't have that faith, um, I feel would be detrimental, right? And when I told him that, when I said, you know, just, I just ask you to stay the course and not give up. He said, you know what, Lisa, thank you. I, I really needed to hear that today. And um, those are the type of conversations that really, really make my day, that really remind me why I'm doing what I'm doing. Um, and if it adds on you know, a new customer, if it adds on a new car or a new home, it's a plus, it's yeah. a perk. But really is about the power of conversation, making people's day or you know, five minutes a little bit better. Right, right. It's kind of how it was, you know, with real estate at the beginning. It's like hustle, hustle, Gary Vanderchuk, you know, like do everything you can do. And then it kind of tapers off and you're like, oh, I'm actually helping people. Yes. Yes. It goes from survival mode to how can I help you survive? Right. You know, and and I think it's all about giving back. And I think if you if you take it that way, instead of just staying on the let me make more money, let me make more money, let me make more money, you'll find out that you're a lot more fulfilled that way uh, versus just being a lot more richer. Right. 
Well, you're quite popular in that Facebook group with all the dinosaurs, oh, thank too. thank you. So yes. That was, that's, I do there's feel messages popular. all the time. Like, every time, that was, you know, when I you got on my radar, and yeah. every time you post something, there's like 50, 60, 100 messages, you know. Yes, it, I'm very, very blessed with that. That's um, cool. I have a good reaction to that, and I, and I try to share it so that people can can be aware of it. I ran into a police officer. And you officer. don't cram State Farm down their throats, too, which I is don't. always good. As a matter of fact, if you... If you want to deal with me, you're going to deal with me because of me. Right. You're not going to deal with me because of the brand that I represent. Yeah. Um, and I want you to know that. And I'm never, and actually that's part of my training, do not shove anything down people's throat. Yeah. Um, talk to them about what you offer. Talk to them about what you can do for them. And let them guide you into what you can do for them. Right. And um, that's still my stance today. I don't talk about my brand. I talk about what I am as a human and as a person. And if I can serve you or help you anyway, even outside of being an insurance agent, mm-hmm. I will all day, every day. That's cool. So, well, what are your favorite things about Dunwoody? Favorite restaurant? <gasps> My favorite restaurant. Hi. Put her on the spot. Yeah. I know. We should do this on every show. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like like the you got five seconds to answer. The Go. rundown. Yeah. So I'm Give me a, some of them. I'm a sucker for pizza. Okay. Ooh. So vintage pizza has got to be my favorite. Uh, da Vinci pizza is also one of my favorites. But yeah. I also love burgers. Yeah. That is what I eat all day, every day. Well, pizza uh, and burgers, we do have plenty of both of those. Now what things. about Domino's? No, I'm kidding. No. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> but uh, I do like their wings. The, the wings, the old wings. Not the new wings, but the old wings. But that was back in Texas. Yeah. Um, burgers here, Village Burger. Okay. My gosh. Yeah. Village cool. Burger is the bomb. But NFA. I'm an NFA. NFA. Guy, yeah. I will stand in the sun by the dumpsters waiting for my turn to come inside to order. See, I won't do that. I always pick the, like, the, the slow times. Oh. I get there like at 11 or I get there at 3. And... See, but you're missing out because if it's busy, it's going to be fresh. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, I think they're fresh. Take anyway. notes. That's yes, one that's thing very that true. He's very, he's very big on. Yes. yes, even the tater tots. A little think, over controlling, Billy. Is, I know, I would say, but, but he's my type. See, that's how I am, so yeah. I can appreciate that. Yep. Yeah. You gotta be OCD about that. I think the Billy needs to move up to a, a, a real restaurant, right? Is it yeah. time? Yes. Yeah. Yes, it's like a walk in or yeah. like a dine in. I agree. Because when you say I'd stand out in the sun by the dumpsters, maybe it's time to. <laughs> Maybe you're that popular that you can have a storefront. I'm going to clip that one piece of the show and send it to him. Oh, no, don't do that. Here's what customers are saying. I do have a suggestion for where you can go, but I'm not going to say it on the air. I can't. I have several, too. I'm I'm a big uh, retail space finder. I mean, I know you can appreciate this, but I ran 32 offices, so I was constantly, I mean, I would find the space, open the space, furnish it, the whole shebang bang, so I can appreciate finding a good location. So I'm always instinctively trying to find a, you know, the next best space, even though I already have one, but. Well, and it's right next to your neighborhood. Right, right. Which is well, quality. it is. Weird. It's, it's, it's he's in a tough position because it's like there's kind of a magic of where he's at now, right? Yes. And then, and, then, and if he does any change, people are. It's like you move my cheese, you know? Like, yeah. oh, I liked it the other way. You know? <laughs> That's like, a good book. Now you're too, you're too commercial. You're too like everybody else. You know? Yeah. I liked pumping my gas and waiting for a burger, but but you know, maybe he just needs two locations, right? Oh. Yeah, that's the. I think that's what he's playing. I think that's what he needs to do. I'm a big cheerleader for change. Change is always good. And if it's the right move, the right results will come. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's a good guy. He does a lot for the community, too. He does. So that's cool. Would you be able to put the dinosaurs in the parade next year? Somehow truck them along the route, Ooh, you know, like a caravan. Of, we could uh, move the parade to right in front of your house too. <laughs> okay, so 
Ooh. Everything will make a lot more sense to you come August in the back to school. Okay. The, the, the yard design that I have in a mind. Right. Yes. That one, we can use it for the parade. And oh. you're going to appreciate it so much more. It's going to make a lot more sense. Okay. I would just love to see a giant dinosaur coming down. I think everybody yeah, would. Yeah, all the kids would. I mean, that. they cheered for a potato. That's true. Stay, yeah. stay tuned. But that was an impressive potato. It was a huge freaking potato. Yeah, that is very But true. was it a dinosaur? No. no, it was not a dinosaur. It was not. And it was funny because, a little story, that potato, there was no place. Apparently, they can't drive it during the day because, did you see it? No, I didn't. Oh I mean, it's like as big as this building. Like, it's massive potato. <gasps> but it was, so like, they, was it like a real potato? Uh, no, <laughs> but it looked real. It was like flimsy. and I mean, it did look real. They did but good. they put it on this flatbed, and they couldn't drive it during the day, like with when there's actual traffic. And so they would drive it at night, and, so, and it probably with a couple cars on either side of them. But there was no place to park the potato because they had to get it there. And so it was funny because I called a couple of ex-podcast <gasps> attendees or podcast oh people we've done podcasts with. Adam Friedman, give him a shout out. He was the one got me in touch with the Orchard Park Kroger people. So that's where the potato parked overnight. Oh, right. And then Billy, of all people, from NFA. Yeah. Uh, knew the guy at Burger King or the old Burger King across yeah, the street yeah. from him. Mm-hmm. And so that's where the potato parked in the afternoon. Oh, wow. So it was really cool. I felt really, really good that I got everything taken care of in like five minutes from two of my buddies. If you a giant potato, you're the guy. Yeah, so in the future, yeah. (laughs) If you have a potato that you need parked, I'm your man. So yeah, we're very excited about participating next year in the in the Fourth of July parade. It's it's around my birthday, so I kind of take it like a oh my own personal celebration. Yeah, it's a parade for your birthday. Yes, 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 yes. So um, yeah, we're happy to participate, and we'll definitely have some dinosaurs participate in it. Yeah, we're waiting to hear back numbers. I'm excited about this year's parade, though. I think it might have been one of the biggest that we've had. I mean, the, the advertising on it was great. Um, Thanks. Yes. We were never aware of the Dunwoody Parade yeah, prior yeah. to this year. Yeah, which is why I reached out to you guys and I said, hey, you know, I kind of missed the That's deadline. That's what the email sounded yes, like. Yeah. Yes, 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 I had not noticed it. And there's just a lot of little hidden gems within within Dunwoody that I think we all need to kind of... That's the least hidden one. <laughs> you think true. so? That it's a I huge mean, hey, parade. If, if I didn't know about it, and I've been living here, well, I've only been living here two years, yeah, to be maybe fair. That's to why, be yeah, fair. Okay. You do a lot with the... Um, the Preservation Trust, though, I right? I do, okay. I do, yes. I remember oh, seeing did, your name there. Yes, we did the Lemonade Days. Yeah. Oh, that was so much fun. Yeah. I thought that might be as big as the parade. I mean, it is. Yeah, I probably And is. they raise more money than we do, for sure. Yeah, yeah. That was I that was a lot of fun. Is. So I want to continue to do those type of, of events. Yeah. See, when I first started my agency, because I was so used to just being all over the state, mm-hmm. um, and being that I'm Hispanic, I kind of wanted to touch on that community. And a big part of my goal was to also kind of service the underserved or people that didn't believe that they had access to maybe a, a more reputable brand. Mm-hmm. Um, the previous company that I worked for was targeting more um, low income to middle income and Hispanics. And most of those people are very, very underserved. They don't know that they have options or they don't know they can get quality quality products or quality service. So when I first opened up my agency, I kind of gravitated back to doing that right? right going to the hispanic communities or going to the the lower income communities and stuff and it was very rewarding it was very nice because people were like whoa really like i can get covered by you or really like you'd be able because i was doing a lot of vehicle financing at the time as well so, are you sure you can finance my car like i got you i got you it was a lot of that 
well that was fun and that was great but it wasn't really giving back to my community that was being so welcoming to me yeah it was it was part of that initial hustle that we mm-hmm. talked about and it was great and i had to do it and it was it was it was fun and i gained a lot of experience from it and a lot of support but then i realized hey within my own community there's still so much more that we can do yeah right and then dunwoody's growing so fast it really is and uh and i definitely want my kids to be a part of it during covid we visited the hospitals we visited the veterinary clinics we visited um where else did we go? Well, the police department. Mm-hmm. And my kids were helping me pass out, like, cookies and stuff like that. Um, That's cool so that I, they get to see that, too. Yes, I need them to see that. You yeah. know, we're working on getting... Uh, we're still trying to collect uh, luggage for foster care, mm-hmm. for the foster kids. So we're still trying to do that. And I want my kids to go with me to go drop off those those luggage. Uh, same thing for backpacks. You know, we want to make sure we put some backpacks together. Not necessarily with my logo, with stuff the kids like right you know so that they can have something to to take to school and maybe and be you can pumped weave about. that in with the dinosaurs and i mean i may just get a whole bunch of dinosaur backpacks spill and something. then they know it's from me there you go there you go <laughs> so yeah that's us that's awesome well welcome to dunwoody we're thank I'm, you I'm glad that you guys are here and making a difference in the community well thank you for having me nice to meet yeah. you you'll thank have to go you, by and see the dinosaurs I, now i definitely do yeah well stay tuned uh august 17th he, she, they will be up. Okay, cool. There's stay boy tuned. and girl dinosaurs. I mean, you, you got to stay tuned. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, thanks, Lisa. Thank you, guys. Thank you.